What's up, y'all? It's 11.04 p.m. Welcome to Saturday, August 13th, 2022's episode and review of... Y'all didn't guess that, did y'all? Nope. Rap shit. Released July 21st, 2022. Issa Rae is the program creator, and this is a HBO Max original. I have yet to see or watch um, or do much research on Insecure, but I know she had her hands in that um, in that show as well. And from a lot of people, I heard that was pretty good. So this is really my first um, introduction into Issa Rae's work. And so far, this show has five episodes with a runtime of about 30 to 32, 33 minutes. Um, and yeah, I'm, uh, I'm about, uh, I think I'm about 15 or so minutes into the episode and, um, hmm, just looking at the display of women and looking at basically what the culture is. Um, I feel like the instant that I seen the the gay dudes in the drop top with the shirts off, not you know like being extra um, flamboyant, I'm like, hmm, this may be more so talking about the generation more so than talking about the actual area of Miami or necessarily the Miami music. But, you know, what do I know? Because I'm not from Miami. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We watching rap shit. And, yeah, let me finish off the episode. And we'll see what's what. So, now we are at the scene where we're seeing... Um, I have no idea what this character's name is. But I guess our conscious rapper, female rapper. She has a relationship, long distance, which is very fucking hard. A long distance relationship um, with a gentleman that is in college, I believe. Well, yeah, obviously he's in law school. Um, and we're at the point where he's talking, oh, Fatima likes you. Who's Fatima? I'm sorry, I'm reading the uh, the captions, so. Um, We've been watching this girl basically be on her phone all throughout the day. She checked in Instagram a lot, checking different people, who's tagged with what. She's trying to basically keep up and see why is it that other female artists are getting a bit more attention than she is. I guess she was, she had a video that was viral. And I get maybe I guess maybe she got like a deal or something up off of it, but she didn't go through with it or something ended up falling through. So now she is um, insecure. <laughs> yes, Issa Rae, I did that just for you. She's insecure now. And so her boyfriend's gone and she's kind of spying on him a bit. She sees different reels and videos and um, different things on social media of him being in uh, public places and having relationships with different friends and a specific um, woman that's kind of cozy enough to her man is what it looks like. 
and she she feels behind and she feels you know she feels behind her goal and her vision is more so her music her rap what she's talking about her art whereas her boyfriend um he's in law school so it's certain steps and things you have to go through and it's you know a easier process because it's more um it's more scheduled and it has i don't want to say it has more meaning but it has a more guaranteed grasp whereas if you're trying to be some type of significant artist whether it be um a director or an actor or a musician that's not a guaranteed career will come out of that you're kind of chasing something you're chasing what you believe in and a lot of people may not see the vision until the vision is actually there in front of them so you got to convince them more so than just going to school and achieving and succeeding with the courses and things that you take that was a long ass explanation of deflecting um and this whole scene where she let all of that all of that shit built up that was in her from um you know her music not being where it is her and her life she's not where she feel like she should be she's watching and looking at other people and she's doing a lot of comparisons to herself and other people which a lot of the times we do that and we can't because everybody's path and everybody's journey and everybody's mission is different and how you get there is going to be different so she she kind of snaps and when she finally snaps she says oh well, you liking and commenting on other chicks' pictures and this, that, and third on Instagram. And it's just like she's basically throwing all her insecurities on him. So we are seeing in the first couple minutes of episode one different personality traits of, I guess these will be our main characters. I guess these ladies, because so far we've seen... Um, we've seen, I believe, three, three different women, two other rappers, one, I'm not sure, but actually we've seen four, because at the very beginning, I think there was a older looking lady, and maybe she was a promoter, or maybe a, just a socialite, or an influencer or something at a party, so we're seeing different kind of women and people in the industry people that's in miami um and people that's just around in our area we're seeing different portrayals of these all black women so yeah is she deflecting she probably is <laughs> so seducing skin is a real thing then <laughs> is that what she was doing the fucking white chick that was going off about her room not being ready. She took her card and took a picture of the front and back. And put the address on there and sent it to somebody else. So seduce and scan her. What? Yeah, shout out to the to the red stripe beer. And I think that the other Jamaican beer that the other chick got in her hand... It's called Cats or something. I'm not sure. But it's a Jamaican brand. I say it with the Caribbean shit. 
Um, because maybe that's Miami shit, huh? Mm hmm. Okay, so when Homegirl said she was working with a manipulative producer and she didn't get her degree, so she didn't finish, finish school, she dropped out. I instantly thought of the whole Khalees and Pharrell whole situation. Now, I'm not talking about necessarily the school part because I have no idea if Khalees was in school and what, you know, was going on in their personal life. But I know Khalees and Pharrell were friends and... You know, Pharrell low-key at one point in Khalees' career, particularly after the second album. So going on her third album, which was the Khalees Was Here album, it was black. Um, and it's also very reminiscent of the Tiana Taylor album, um, the cover art, then their same album art. She talked about basically what goes on in the industry as far as music-wise and how it is pretty fucked up and pretty shady. So it just instantly made me think of what really does go on with these producers. They may be friends for real and they start off and they tell you so much, but then in the end, they end up kind of juicing you for your material, for your art, just so they can have somebody like a Beyonce pay them to um sample the fuck out of out of somebody else's music somebody else's art you know and Khalees may not want her music sampled 24 7 especially um from somebody like Beyonce especially if she ain't getting fucking paid for it Pharrell's getting paid for it you know so yeah there's that <laughs> get crunked up get crunked up get crunked up I love how we hear the original songs versus the songs that are sampled. Because as we all know, that Get Crunked Up song was sampled by, I think her name was Lekiana or something like that, featuring Lotto, uh, Mind Your Business. I'm glad we're hearing the original songs. That's cool. So I'm very unclear as to why my, in the middle of my episode of them seducing and scheming and her doing her live rap or whatever. Um, and by the way, I thought she was supposed to be the, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought she was supposed to be our, our queen, um, um, black girl sis, black girl magic, afro, um, uh, stay woke rapper. That little live off the dumb freestyle she did was was straight. You feel me? Cardi B, City Girls, uh, Trina, all of that type rap. You feel me? So I think in the point is that she sees she's not really getting far with her trying to be a super, um, super conscious, upbeat, um, power to the people. You feel me? My afro bigger than yours. You feel me? Um, type of rap. We not getting that from her no more. She's seeing that's, that that's, this wasn't working. It wasn't it. Especially for the place that she was in in her life. Um, she decided to change her whole persona, I would say. Or what she raps about. I can already tell. Basically... Um, 
all that shit we were seeing in the beginning where she had a mask on and she was talking about, I want people to focus on my lyricism and not what I look like. All of that is about to be thrown out the window because she has to realize what generation we're in right now. And our generation is more so, um, it's, it's more so focused on, on the very shallow things. So... But in the midst of all of that, my shit started speaking in Spanish. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is, why are they speaking in Spanish all of a sudden? <laughs> so maybe that was an error on my end, or they decided to dub Spanish. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they really are giving us the tools and tips and tricks on basically how easy it is to get into the industry of making music it don't really have to be about nothing um you just gotta have certain key elements to get your shit off the ground it's very um it's very cut and paste cut copy paste it's very that you know when you try to go outside of of um going above and beyond to make your music different then what the focus on, I guess you do have to play the game, like the chick said in the episode, it's the game or whatever she was saying. Um, at a certain point, you will have to play the game up until, if you want to be in that industry, you feel me? Some people decide to just do indie and do shit on the side and not be, um, let's say, a Rihanna, Britney Spears, Beyonce, big superstar, global names, Mariah Carey. <clears throat> people like that in the industry if you simply just want to do music for the you know for a smaller audience then cool but if you are trying to be big in the industry be a fucking lady gaga there's certain things you have to do you know to uh, even get your shit heard you know get your get yourself taken serious you gotta have some sort of look some sort of um, I want to say a gimmick, but this chick too supposed to be, um, you know, fucking fist high, uh, Afro, <laughs> Afro lady, you feel me, Erica Badu rapper, conscious chick, that wasn't it for the area she was in, and I guess she was trying to pull in well, of course, she's trying to pull in a specific audience. And um, for where she was at, this specific audience wasn't there for her to pull in. So this is telling us, okay, yeah, y'all want to be in the music industry. All right, there's certain ways you would want to look. Yeah, we might put somebody like Erica Badu, Jill Scott, these different type of individuals in this industry. But these are staple people. And it's even harder to get into a role to where you are um, known for around the world. And even still, a lot of people don't know who Jill Scott is. You feel me? So, versus saying Cardi B. Majority, the whole world probably know about Cardi B. But it's specific, specifically is because she portrays a certain character that catches the attention because she knows how to play the game. 
she knows, all right, well, if I'm trying to make music, if I'm trying to get this scene, that, her, blah, 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 I need to look a certain way. I need to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be dramatic. I'm going to be everything that, you feel me, now, I know every woman is not going to want to be or want to portray themselves as, you know, I'm going to take it there. And so she plays the game and she takes it there. So I, I guess long story short is um, being a follower and following the guidelines to what the generation is doing. And I'm on episode two. So I take it this one chick is an influencer with the baby daddy Lamont. Um, who's, I guess, a typical fucking rapper. Instead of spending spending quality time with his child, he on social media talking about a motherfucking watch or Rose Royce or whatever the fuck. But his mouth looking fucking yellow and dusty and crusty. <sighs> this is... Uh... I guess that's how a typical rapper look? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And a typical rapper's baby mama, is that how she looks and acts? So she's an influencer giving women advice. And um, she's not necessarily giving advice from a... From a place using only her mind, she's coming off of emotion, giving all of this advice because she's having day-to-day issues with her baby daddy. So she's basically airing herself out by giving this advice when really she's just in her emotions about her own shit that's popping off, which I guess that's a typical influencer, maybe influencing others while they're being influenced and influenced by something that's kind of negative or toxic in their life hmm yeah that would be me like yo you want to cook us something so you could blow off some steam go ahead and whip us up something take your mind off of things mm-hmm. yo 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 i so fucking 100 percent agree with everything homegirl is talking and i still don't know her know her name homegirl is talking about when they're at the bar with the our quote-unquote ratchet baby moms or whatever, she was talking about, yeah, so we were supposed to be in a bad bitch renaissance, I guess. Um, but then the other girl was like, no, we really not because all these bitches look the same. Um, you feel me? Same thing that Biggie did to Lil' Kim. Completely changed her color, made her completely change her body type, her figure. Um, and now look at her. She is not even close to the beauty that she was when she was just natural. So a lot of women are taking this whole bad bitch renaissance and kind of making themselves look good specifically for men to look at them. Because now it's just strictly the same type of body or the same look or the same type of woman doing the same type of thing. You know, it's nothing unique. It's nothing different about these women or about women in general in this so-called bad bitch renaissance. Because all the women are um, just cardboard cutouts, you know, with the same shape. 
the same look, the same eyebrows, the same hair, the same nails, the same speech. There's no more variety. I agree with everything she fucking said. I don't fucking know how much I actually enjoyed seeing them do this whole little sex scene um, virtually. I didn't dig it too much. Um, it, uh, yeah. The background music was cool. I fuck with that artist, but that scene was like, ooh, I could have did without it. <laughs> and then yet again, my shit keeps turning into Spanish. Why? Alright y'all, so I'm done watching episode 1 and episode 2 of season 1's Rap Shit by Issa Rae. And uh, how do I feel about it? It's moving really fucking fast. Like the whole progression of the show is moving fast to the point where it's like, I think I'm going to get confused with as many characters as I feel like they're going to be introducing because it probably is going to do a lot of switching back and forth. So I feel like it's going to be a bit to try to keep up with these relationships. That's if we even get enough background from them to even give a fuck about them. Um, but these these little... Uh, 32 minute episodes feel like fucking 20 minutes. These episodes are going like just super, super, super quick. And the rapping is pretty cool, I must say. It sounds just like some city girl shit. Like that's exactly, exactly what it sounds like. Some city girl um, shit, you know, making money. For the girls to to get ready to go to the club to, or to get ready to go to the mall or some some fun shit, some summertime shit. It sounds just like that. And um, our conscious rapper, the little stuff that she's starting to say is is cute. It's like okay, okay. Um, as far as the show goes, I'm not sure if. I, it's something I'm going to be able to fully get into where it's going to be like, I'm going to want to watch it every week. Um, I feel like it's maybe it's too, too stereotypical because I do like P-Valley and that could be kind of stereotypical as well. But something about P-Valley made it a bit more um, of what I was interested in. And what I am noticing is that, goddamn, since they putting this shit on HBO Max, they just said, we're going to give you all the titties, all the ass, all the little pieces of pussy we can show because they got hella motherfuckers in here naked, you know? So, yeah. Um, this is one of those shows that's on, um, on P-Valley time. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know what I mean, and if you know what P-Valley is, you probably know what I'm fucking talking about. Strip clubs, naked bitches. Um, I want to say nigga shit, but I don't want to say nigga shit, but it could be very stereotypical. Um, but it's a, again, it's a comedy, so it's not really to be taken seriously. But you can see um, the mirror... And how it plays into our reality. It's, it's fiction, but it's not. 
So yeah, if you're interested in, you know, comedy dramas, hood, hood, um, hood scripted television series and things of that nature, go ahead and watch um, P-Valley first off, because P-Valley is pretty good, and they're on season two, I believe. Um, and I guess if you're into, you know, love and hip-hop or ratchet drama and stuff like that, you can go ahead and give rap shit a try. Uh, I don't, I really don't see a bunch of straight men watching this, you know, so this really isn't, um, a review for you, but some of the ladies out there that like nonsense TV every now and again, you catch yourself watching Love and Hip Hop, and it was cute because they had Love and Hip Hop playing in one of these scenes, y'all seen Jocelyn Hernandez in the background, you feel me, so I'm like, yo, they doing a lot with all of the, um, people call it meta, all the symbolism and, th and, and whatnot of different TV shows and they had a Beyonce poster and shit on the wall. And they talking about Nicki Minaj and, you know, talking about different people and actually using the names and such. So, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how this will end. I feel like they're going to be trying to tell some type of story. And the story may be more so of like a learning lesson. Because somewhere down the line, something or someone is going to fall off and something is going to get ruined or somebody's going to get probably drunk with fame and some bullshit going to go down. Um, um, and speaking of which, I have not yet finished um, Atlanta. And that's, again, a black entertainer beginning his start in, in fame as becoming a famous rapper and whatnot. So, yeah, that was my 26, 27 minute run through of me watching Rap Shit, episode one and episode two. If you're interested, look it up. It's on HBO Max, y'all. Bye.